The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf is being studied the Elunishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tenichan Begin Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied the Fuash Shalmai Yosef ben Sarah and Sarah bat Rachel. Edna referring to him. Betoch Shar Chodah Amo Yisrael Amen. Today we begin on Ayn Gimon Amud Bet, ten lines from the bottom. We are in the middle of the sugya where we're holding by a machloket between Rav and Shemuel based on the way Rabbah is explaining the machloket and he said that it's a situation where let's say a person was Mekadesh a lady Al-Tenai Al-Tenai means on the condition that she does not have Nedarim and then let's say it was Konesar Stam there's no machloket in that case according to Rabbah everybody agrees Tenai and the Kedushin, and then Kanas Stam, everybody says that there is no uh, need for a get. Why? Because he's basing himself on his original condition. His original condition was known Nedarim, and therefore when he's Kones Stam, he still wants the original condition. Condition. Ah, let's say we found out that she has Nedarim or not. That's it. So therefore the condition uh, was not uh, fulfilled. Therefore there is no Kedushin. Therefore, Devra Kol in Sidiqa Git. That's the way Rav Rava understood that Rav and Shua are not arguing on that case, but he understood the argument in another case. Again, of one lady that has the uh, status or has the mechanics of two ladies. Mm-hmm. What was that case? Where he makes a Tenai, uh, and then he gets Kedushin, uh, and then he gets divorced. After he gets divorced, then he marries her again, the same lady, Setam. Oh, so the question is, according to Shemuel, Shemuel is going to say he's relying on his original condition, which is he revealed to us already, he's not interested in the Darim, this guy. Yeah. So therefore, even though it was Kunesa Stam, the second time around, and she had the Darim on her, no good, not Hal. Rav says, no, where he revealed, he revealed. But now that he did it Stam, he wants to marry her now without the dadim. I mean, even with the dadim, he doesn't care. So therefore the Kedushim is going to be house. That's what the Mahlok is. So now the Gemara is going to challenge, a uh, couple of challenges against the way Rabbah understood. Again, the main thing to understand when these challenges is the Devra cold case. Which means in a case where he was Kones, uh, he was Mekadesh Al-Tenai, and then he was Mekadesh Setam, Rabbah holds Devra Kol, Ena Sericha Get we have a question from Abraita. Hareni bo'alayich al menat shirse abba, which means a person makes a condition to a lady, and he comes along and says, Hareni bo'alayich, which means I'm going to be bo'al you l'shem kedushin, not relations l'shem kedushin, al menat shirse abba, on the condition that your father uh, accepts. Even though the father did not accept in the end, 
רבי שמעון בן יהודה עומד משום רבי שמעון, רצה האב מקודשת. לא רצה האב, אין המקודשת. So this is what Rabbi says, רבי שמעון בן יהודה, depends. You got to follow his condition. If the father accepted, so the Kedushin is a Kedushin. If the father didn't accept, so the Kedushin is not a Kedushin. This case over is the Ta'ut Isha Ahati. Which is this case over here is similar to a case of one lady where he made a condition Al-Tenai and then it was Kansa Stam. Which is, what's this case over here? With the Kedusha on the condition of Aminat Chitam Se'aba. Right? That was the condition that he made the Kedushin. Then it was Bo'ila. The Bo'ila is Bo'il Stam. So it's a case of Tenai followed by a Stam. And you have a machloker amongst the rabbis. When you quote the rabbi, you say everybody agrees in that case that it's not mikudit, it's relying on his original condition, and his original condition over here was what that Aminat Shittim Se'aba. And therefore, if the father doesn't agree, quote, everybody should be no kedushin. But here it says, Nidia machloket. So comes the Gebaran says, Upeligi, we have a machloket over here between the two rabbis. Gebaran says, Hata, back come and No, you understand the machloket very differently. It's a different mechanics over here, different machloket. Mor sabar alminat shirtse'av, when he made the condition, that he said, when he made the condition, on the condition that your father accepts, all he meant was, alminat shirtse'av. Which means all all he is interested in is that the father is not gonna is not gonna verbally uh, 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 interfere or verbally reject. He's gonna keep quiet. So the first rabbi says he kept quiet. So therefore, even though he's against it, but he kept quiet. Let's say he didn't he didn't he didn't, he didn't verbally uh, speak against it. So therefore, uh, that, that that that's what it means when it says in the Hebrew that Lord at Saav means that he was shatak. Which means he didn't verbally uh, uh, say anything, so therefore he fulfilled this condition. So since he fulfilled this condition, of course everybody's going to say it's going to be a Kiddushin. However, the other rabbi holds, Omar Sabar, Al-Minat Shiyomar Abba'in. He holds that when the condition was made, that you'd say Abba means that your father has to say yes. And the father did not say yes. So therefore, it's a machloket over here in what, what the pshat and the condition was. Which is when a guy comes along and says, Al-Minat Abba. Does it mean that he shotek, which means that he kept quiet, that he didn't say anything? Or means that he's got to say, yes, I, uh, I, I accept. So therefore, that's why you have the machal, which is really, everybody can hold that what? When you make a condition, then you boil setam, everybody's going to say, it's no kiddushin over here. But over here, the question is, how do you fulfill the, uh, how do you fulfill the uh, condition? Right, and that's why when Abish Shimon came along and said, Ratsa Av Mikudeshit, right, at the end, Ratsa Av Mikudeshit, Lord Ratsa Av, Ena Mikudeshit, so he's understanding because the father actually has to say, Yes. And the father, if the father kept quiet, that's not going to be enough. But the first you test the father kept quiet, it's up to the condition. Everybody says the condition has to be met. The question is, what is the condition? And that's the Mahlok. It comes to another question. Etibe Modim Hachamim. Okay, it's from the uh, Gemara in uh, Yibamut. We're discussing over a case of Yibum. Everybody agrees in the following case. Okay, you have a case where a Katana, father married a wolf. Father marries a Katana, father, not the brother or the mother or the brother. So when a father marries a Katana, so it's Kedushin Doraita, and then she gets divorced. So the Gabbara says, So we learned that she could be considered an orphan. Even though our father is still alive. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? We learned that the father gets one shot. Which means once the father marries off his daughter, and now uh, she gets divorced, so she leaves the father's jurisdiction. So she's considered like an orphan, even though her father 
is still alive. Oh, so now what happened? Now the husband took her back when she's a ketana. Now, these kiddushin are only the rabbanan. When the father married her off the first time, it was the oraita. But when now she gets divorced, she's still a ketana. The father cannot marry her off anymore. So there's no kiddushin the oraita. He's just taking her back. So it's going to be a kiddushin with the rabbanan. So what's the deen? Ve'azira. And then what happened? He died without children. She makes a halitza, and she does not make ibum wife. Her original girushin is girushin de oraita. And therefore, this brother that the Yavam will call him, he cannot make ibum because it's considered girushat ah. This is considered the divorcee of your brother. The divorcee of your brother is uh, Asur. Mm. So therefore, since the first Kiddushim was Kiddushim the Oraita, right? At that point, when she got divorced, the Yavam is forbidden to, to, to her with the Oraita because it's Girushat. Ah! Now, even though the second Kiddushim is uh, Medrabanan, so it's so only Medrabanan, she so have a De Oraita against a Medrabanan. So therefore, it's going to say, Wa, Metisha Girushia, Girushin Gimurin. The En Hazarata Hazara Gimura. The second Kiddushim was only to face Medrabanan, so therefore, she doesn't fall to Yibum. Only with Rabbanan, with the Torah, it's considered it's considered Gerushat Achiv, and therefore it's Asuralo. Bamed, very mamuri ma. The Gemara explains that. When is this said? Shegirsha keshehi ketana, veazira keshehi ketana. That's right. When the guy remarried her, when she's a ketana, so it's only with Rabbanan. Aval girsha keshehi ketana. If he got divorced for the first time when she was a ketana, veazira keshehi gedola. But he, exactly, when he took her back, she was a Gidla, which means now it's Kiddushin Gimurim. Oh, she azirak she ketana. Oh, he took her back, but she's a ketana. Whoever vegadla, it's law. But she became an adult next to him. So now, when the guy has a bi'ah with her, so therefore it's the Kiddushin, the Oraita. Umet. And now he dies. So, oh, that's it. Oh, but Because now already she's falling to Yibum, Minatora. So now it comes the Gemara and says, Mishum Rabbi Eliezer Amru. That's Tarakama's opinion. Rabbi Eliezer comes along and says, Cholezet velo mityabemet. Okay, Rabbi Eliezer is a separate shitama sechid yibamot that says, uh, once a uh, girl, uh, let's say, uh, got divorced, gedola, and then uh, got remarried over here, so she, you don't make a yibum. Uh, uh, but let's go with the Tarakamas opinion. So the Gebrahs, Ve'acha, Deta'ut Isha'achati, Upeligi, which is, this case is similar to one woman, which is one woman over here. And what's the case over here? When she became a, he remarried her when she was a Ketana. So the Kedushin at that point is only Medrabanan. Okay. Right? And then what? She became a Gedola, and he had relations with her. Right? So we're saying what? According to one opinion, when he has the relations, he's having a new relation, which means the Shem Kedushin. Therefore, it's Kedushin de Oraita. Therefore, the marriage is considered a marriage. Nafkamina. If he dies, she's going to fall to Yibum. Because with the Oraita, now she falls to Yibum. So what do you see? That there's a Shitaya that's holding. That you don't rely on the original on the original uh, uh, condition, which is the original condition. She got married; she was a ketana. So therefore, we say when he makes the bi'ah, when she's a ketana, it's a new bi'ah. It's a bi'ah l'shem kedushin. He's not relying on the kedushin that he made when she was a 
Ketana, because if you're just relying on that Kedushin, nothing changes. She's still, she's still considered a banana. He has to have Kavanah for a new Kedushin. When he married her, when she's a Ketana, he remarried her. Yes, yeah, she's Ketana. What's the, what's the status of that Kedushin? The only way you can turn that into a Deolaita in that case is what? Well, when she becomes a Gedola, it's not automatic. You have to have another Bi'ah. When she's a Gedola, Lishem, Kedushin. If he doesn't have another Bi'ah, Lishem, Kedushin, it stays Drabanan. And what are we saying over here? If he had a Bi'ah with her, after she became a Gedola, and then he dies, Kedushin is the Oraita, therefore she falls to Yibum, with the Oraita. Oh, what do you mean? That's similar to a case of, we had a Tanai, and then Kansas Stam, and uh, we said over the court to everybody, it's nothing. And over here we're saying, according to Tarakama at least, you see, it's, it's Kedushin is a Kedushin. She was saying the guy does have Kavanah. So why don't you say the same thing about the Tanai case? Why the guy, when the guy did the, the, the Shem Nidarim, no Nidarim, and then Katsas Tam, why don't you say he's forgetting his original condition and he's doing it a, a new Kedushin? You don't say that. So you see, uh, it's, uh, it's a Stida. So it comes again what Ron says. Huh? Yes, yeah, yeah. Tanai Kama to be the Aizah. But according to that, she, the main question over here is Alibad the Tanai Kama because. Huh? Right, the Bible says Tanakama says the Kedushin is a good Kedushin Deoraita. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? I thought we said that's a Devarat Kod that says everybody says it's not a Kedushin Deoraita. So Kabbalah Gabbalah says, Atam Nameh, over there also. The argument over there is more Sabar Adam Yodaya, She'en Kedushin Ketana Kedum. Gamar Uba'a Lishem Kedushin. Umor Sabar. In Adam Yudaya Shin Kidushekitana Kidum, Vihi Kabaal Adata the Kidushin the Shunim Kabaal. So the Bahlogan over here is like this by Kitana. Everybody knows, according to this one opinion, Adam Yudaya. Guy knows that the Kidushin of a Kitana was nothing. He knows that law. So when he married her when she was a Kitana, he knows where he's holding. So therefore, when he's going to go with her again, which is a Gedola, for sure he wants an upgrade. He wants to you know, make it the Kedushin. Don't like that. Rabbi Le'ezer, on the other hand, is going to hold. In Adam Yodea Sheikh Kedushin Ketanaklam. He doesn't know uh, the laws so well. He married her. At that point, he's going to make a B'Av with her, which is a Gedola. He's relying on the original Kedushin. Which means, in this case over here, you can lend itself to a Mahlok. Does the guy know... Or does it matter? But when the guy makes a nedir, or when the guy makes a tenai, there's no doubt. He knows what he's doing. He's coming and I'm marrying you. I'm an at- You don't have the darim. That's what he wants. He doesn't. Uh, he's in control. I mean, he knows exactly what uh, or what, uh, what, what, what he wants. And therefore, when he does boil a stam, he's relying on his original condition. And when she ends up having the darim on her, it's going to be uh, taut. And therefore, it's not going to be a kedushin. She's here. You can argue. Here, you can come along and say, listen. Does a guy know the status? Uh, 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 when he marries a, a, a Ketana. So the first she tells yeah, when he marries a Ketana, he knows it's only the Rabbanan. He doesn't want to be married to the Rabbanan, he wants to be married to the Raita. So if he has a Biyah, which is a Gedola, I'll say, he's, it's a new, it's a new Kavana. Oh, he, he didn't know, he doesn't know. When he, he doesn't know all the laws of Kedushin. He married her when she's a Ketana, he thinks he's married. So then when, he, when he's always relying on the original, excuse me, but according to the case of the Tanai, where he's saying, I'm marrying you, I'm not, you don't have the Darim. He's always relying on that because he doesn't want to have the darim. Yeah. And therefore, even when he's Kunesa Stam, it goes back to the original one, and therefore, the Kedushin is not going to be Hal. That's the simple way of learning this Gemara based on the Girsah that we have, making the Mahloket between uh, Tanakama and the Bili Ezer uh, like we made it, even though there's a, a, a different uh, text. But based on the text we have over here, because there's, there's, there's a Gemara that says in the Yibavot that according to uh, Rabbi 
Eliezer, where he's saying that the Kiddushin is, Rabbi uh, Eliezer's um, Shita is, Choletzet Velobet Yabemet, it's Mashma Choletzet Velobet Yabemet, in all cases. In all cases, even by, let's say, a Gedolah. Well, let's say, he married her when she was a Gedolah. She was a Ketana, got divorced. He remarried her when she's a Gedolah. In that case, she's a Gedolah. They're right, according to everybody. Still, the Be'ezol's in that case, Choletzet Velobet Yabemet. So he has a different way of understanding this whole subject here. So therefore, uh, 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 someone has said that this Gemara is arguing on the Gemara in Yibamot. Because it's much of this Gemara over here, that no, when she's a Kitanan and she becomes a Gedola, that's a problem over there because she doesn't re, re, you know, upgrade his thing. But if she's a Gedola, it'll be okay. So therefore you have to say this Gemara is arguing on the Gemara over there in Yibamot. It's a different, uh, different, different way of understanding the Mahlok. And in any event, that's the, uh, that's the way we answer this uh, question as well. Comes Gemara and says, Itman Nameh, we have a statement. Amar of Ahabar Yaakov, Amar of Yohanan, Hamikadesh al Tenai, exactly our case. Guys, Mikadesh al Tenai, which means that you don't have the Darim. Ubaal, Tevreakol, Enasirikai Menuget. Good, so we have Rav Ahabar Yaakov agreeing with Abba. That what? Tenai? Stam? Nothing. No, uh, no Kedushim. So comes and goes, Etiver of Ahabered Rav Ika, but Ahate. So Rav Ahabered Rav Ika, the nephew of Rav Ahabar Yaakov, Ask the question against his uncle. And he comes along and says like this, it's a Toseftan Masechet Yibamot. Halitza mut'et keshera. We had this case. That's a halitza that's done like uh, on a false premise. Halitza mut'et. The guy made a halitza on a lady, but it was like a mistake. He was tricked, we should say. So the Gemara says, halitza mut'et keshera. The Gemara asks, Ezoi halitza mut'et. What's the case of halitza mut'et? What do you mean? He was under a false pretense. What happened over there? So, Amar is takish, Kosh omed lo, Halotz la, Ubekach atak konsa. Which means the guy was fooled. He wants to make a yiboom, this guy. Right? And we don't want the guy to make a yiboom with this lady over here for whatever reason. So, um, we, we try to talk him out of it. He doesn't want to get talked out of it. So we tell him, you know what? Make this halitza. And by making the halitza, it's considered as if you're marrying her. So the guy's all excited, he makes a halitza. If he makes a halitza, they tell him, okay, listen, halitza, get out of here. Yeah. She's a suit to you. So that's because of the halitza, mutait. That's where the shtakish understands halitza, mutait. Mm-hmm. So comes the Gibran and said, Ama, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan said, no, it can't be. Shoneh, he learned, Ani Shoneh, Ben shenit kavenhu, velo nit kavnahi, Ben shenit kavnahi, velo nit kavenhu, halitza ta pesula, ay chit kavenhu shenehim. Rabbi Yohanan says, listen, for a halitza to work, both have to have kabbanah that the halitza is breaking the relationship. If one doesn't know that, it doesn't work. And you're going to tell me now that you can fool the guy and tell him uh, that uh, Rabbi Yohanan says the contrary. Both of them have to have kabbanah that the halitza is a break. Also, we're back to the question. According to Rabbi Yohanan, what's considered the halitza muta'it? Make a halitza, we'll give you 200, uh, 200 zoos. Also, the guy's got a monetary tonight uh, over there. Right? So he makes the halitza. So the deen is, uh, and what? Even though at the end, they didn't give him the 200 zoos. The halitza is kishira. You don't got to worry about the uh, tenai. Halitza mutayat. We, so we want to give him an incentive to make the halitza. No, we'll give you 200 uh, zoos. He does it. Where's my 200 zoos? You're not getting the 200 zoos. But still, the, the halitza is considered. Don't think the condition 
breaks the 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 the, the, the maaseh. The maaseh is a maaseh, even though the condition was not met, and even though they made a condition in the chalitza. Alma. So what's the logic? Kevan de'avad maaseh. What's the mechanics? How is this working? Bottom line, he did a maaseh, did the chalitza. Achule achale litnae, which means at the time that he did the chalitza. Uh, he didn't specifically stipulate I'm not that I get to 200. They told us in the beginning, listen, we're going to give it 200. Good. When he did the Halitzah, he didn't say anything. So this is like a case of a Tenai that made in the beginning, and then he did it, Stam. And what are you seeing over here? That the action is considered Kayam. Also, back to the question over there. Hachanameh, so, by the case of Tenai, no Nidarim, and then he's going to Stam, Kevan de Baal. Let's look at it. What? That is Mohel, the original Tanah. Therefore, we should say the Kedushin should be a Kedushin. Why are you telling me, Rabbi Habar Ika? Why are you telling me that what? According to everybody, the Kedushin is not a Kedushin. Based on the Sevara that works by, 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 by Rabbi Yohanan's case of the Khalidza uh, Mutayat, it should be what? We say that the Ma'as says Kayam. Why? Because we say, hey, he forgot about it tonight. He don't care about the original tonight. So comes Gabriel and says, Amar Le. So Rabbi Habar Yaakov tells his nephew, Bar berav, bar berav meaning ben yeshiva. Shapir kaamart, which means did you say good? Which means is that the reason of Rabbi Yohanan? You're just you're, you're, you're speaking this into Rabbi Yohanan and you're making a question. Is, is that the reason of Rabbi Yohanan? Mechti. Let's analyze. It's not the reason of Rabbi Yohanan. Kol tenai mehecha gamrinan. The laws of conditions that you can make a condition on a, on, a, on an item. Where do we learn the laws of conditions? The conditions are learned from mitnai benegad ubnedu uben. That's the famous condition we see in the Torah when B'nai Gad and B'nai Uven, they wanted to live on the other side of the Jordan River. So uh, Moshe Rabbeinu went and he uh, made them uh, make a condition, made, made them uh, make a stipulation. What's the stipulation? If B'nai Gad and B'nai Uven are going to go fight with us in the war, you know, going to be the vanguards during the war, so then already we're going to give them Eris Yaglad. And if they're not going to... So then they have to come with us and live in Eris Kenan. That's the source that you could make conditions. Which means, if Benegad does not go into fight, what's the deen? Then already they have to go into Eris Which means, there are loads of conditions. So all conditions have to model Benegad and Bnei Ubin. Now, what's the, one of the things that we learned from there? Which means like this. Any condition that can be fulfilled through a messenger, items that can be fulfilled through a messenger, those items or those cases could be subject to conditions. But if you have a situation that you cannot do through a proxy, conditions don't work over there either. For example, by the case of Uben. Moshe Rabbeinu comes along and says, if you don't go into fight, uh-huh. so then you're going to get a chilek in Israel. Uh, you cannot stay on the other side of the uh, Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be dead by that time when we go into Israel. So who's going to have to execute this uh, situation? Yoshua Benun. So therefore, this is a type of situation that the one that made the condition, Moshe Rabbeinu with them, he can now have it through a shaliyah. Shaliyah can execute the situation, like it was, like it was executed by shaliyah. Yeah. So, we have a rule. It's got to have that same mechanics that B'nai Garam Tanai. If a tanai can be done, Ayadeh shaliyah, then already the tanai is valid. Mashi'en ke'en a halitza. Can a halitza be done Ayadeh tanai? 
I'm sorry, not Ayat al Shaliyah. No. Which means when a husband makes a Halitza, he cannot say, you know what? I'm busy. Tell his agent, do me for go make Halitza for my, uh, for the, for the Yabama. It's gotta be done himself. And since you cannot do it Ali Yadish, wait. Since, since you can't do it Ali Yadish, Shaliyah. So therefore, the laws of tonight don't work. Meaning, what does it mean the laws of tonight don't work? Doesn't matter. When you're gonna put a Tanai on a Halitza, even if the Tanai was not fulfilled, doesn't matter. The Tanai is worthless. The Tanai cannot jeopardize the actual Ma'asid. That's the reason of Rabbi Yohanan. Which is Rabbi Yohanan said, Halitza Mut'it was talking about when a guy came along and said, uh, you know, uh, Aminat, uh, we're going to give you 200 zoos. Oh, so they put a Tanai there. So he thought originally it was the Pshad in that. It's like a case of Tanai, and then he made the Halitza Stam. Mm-hmm. So we understood that while he was Mohela's original uh, condition, so we want to ask a question about the case of regular tonight by Noni Darim, and then he was going to It was not the Pshat of it. The Pshat, why? The Halitza, the Halitza, even though the condition was not fulfilled, because conditions don't work on items that you cannot put a Shirihot. Now, just to understand the Sevara, what's the Pshat? What's the logic in that? How does that work? Just because you do Halitza Shaliyah, so you can make a Tanai. So the Tosafot says a Sevara over here, that an item that you're able to give over the strength of the of the action to a shaliyah, so therefore it shows you have a, you have you have a power in this over here. So you can you so the shaliyah is also like a condition that it can be done by somebody else. So therefore you have rights to also add stipulations that I want it to happen. I this condition, not that condition. But if you don't have rights to give it over to a shaliyah, so it's, it's limited in its in your power. So therefore you cannot add. Naive as well, which means it's more liberal when, it, when I can give it over to a shaliyah, which means I have more flexibility. So just like you have flexibility to let a shaliyah execute it for you, so that if I can add the conditions as well, I have more power. If I can't give it to a shaliyah, so my power is the if I cannot uh, use it to uh, uh, make it tonight as well. Also, the Gemara asks the obvious question. Which means we learned in Masechet uh, uh, Kedushin. Actually, we learned just a second ago where the, where the, where the guy tells the husband, a uh, guy tells the wife, "Hareni bo'alayich, right? I'm going to make the Kedushin al menat shiritzehav on the condition that your father accepts, right? So he's making a condition, and we said you got to deal with that condition. What do you mean? Why? How can it be a condition? Bi'a you cannot make ayde shaliyah. But a guy cannot go uh, tell his shaliyah, do me a favor, go make bi'a to a lady, the shame kedushin for me. Doesn't work that way. Bi'a, there's no shaliyah. But we still said you can make a condition. So comes again what I said. Hata mishum de itkush havayot lahadadi. It's a different law. All methods of kedushin were compared to each other. All, it says, bi'atseta, vayeta, vishachet. And the rabbis learn over here that what? Vayeta leish, that. All habayot. There's three ways to make kedushin. Kesef, shtar, bi'ah. Now kesef and shtar, you can do ayyadeh shaliyah. Right, I give the money to a shaliyah, I'll give it to that later. I give the shtar to a shaliyah. So since two out of the three can be done ayyadeh shaliyah, even though bi'ah can... And the way, and therefore since those two can be done ayyadeh shaliyah, you can put conditions on those two. So even though bi'ah cannot be done ayyadeh shaliyah, throw it in the mix as well. So therefore bi'ah also can be done ayyadeh tenai, even though it cannot be done ayyadeh shaliyah, because we compare all the three... Methods uh, to each other. Oh, so comes again and says, Amar Rav Ula Bar Abba Amar Ula Amar Bil Azar Hamikadesh Bin Milveh. Okay, interesting case. What's a Milveh? Let's say the lady owes the husband money. Okay, the lady owes the husband a thousand dollars. He lent her a thousand dollars. And now he comes, you know what it says? Milveh. Keep, uh, keep the loan. And uh, with that money that I'm letting you keep, let that be the Kiddushin. Okay. okay, we'll see the dean over there. 
It is not going to be Ena Mitkadeshet. What's the logic? Because a loan is given to be spent. And therefore, what do you give somebody a loan for? To hold it? It's not a collateral. Take the money. That's that thousand dollars already is gone. She spent it. And therefore, when you're being Mohela, you're not giving her anything new. It's like she has the money that she's getting that money. It's just a mehila that she doesn't have to pay back. That's not considered giving kesef. That's not considered giving it. It's not existent at the time of the mehila. So that's because it's And then what happened? Uba'al. And then what? After, let's say, he had a bi'ah. And then after he had a bi'ah, which means he was mekadesh under malveh. With, with, uh, with, uh, with the malveh. And then he was bo'ila. Or another case. Al-tenai. He made a condition with her in the beginning. And Uba'al, uh, and then he went and had relations with her. Bifachot b'shavet piruta. Or the case was talking about, let's say, he married her, he gave her lesra shavet piruta. Uba'al, and then he had bi'ad devreha kol, sericha emenu get. Oh, so what do you see over here? In all these cases over here, even though, let's take the case of tonight, which is the simplest case, uh, to, to, right? Guy made it tonight. Okay? After he made it tonight, he had bi'ah with her. Right? And then he found out that uh, she didn't fulfill his conditions over here. It says, what? She needs a gift. What's our understanding? That we say that at the time that he made the bi'ah, his kavanah is what? He wants to do a new thing. He wants to nullify what he did before, and he wants to make a new kiddushin. But that goes against Rabat. You told me in that case over here, everybody holds that he's relying on his original tonight. So what are you talking about over here? Uh, uh, how do you understand this? So I, that's arguing. That's it. That's arguing. Yeah. Right? This is Rabbi Ulam Barabba's opinion over here. Mm-hmm. Now, the Gemara is not asking this as a question. The Gemara is just giving it as a statement. Very difficult to understand this statement because we don't know who's going like. We, 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 we didn't find yet a shita that can uh, work, work, work this out over here. Which means, according to Abaye's way of understanding the Mahloket Rav and Shemuel, was exactly in a case like this, and he learned it was a Mahloket. And he's coming and saying it's the Rakul. According to Rabba, he learned also this case is the Rakul and Asri Kaget. So that was a little, little difficult to square this opinion off, meaning which one of the views is Rav Ula actually subscribing to that he's saying the exact opposite of everything that we learned. And Devra Kol, you're telling me, uh, needs a uh, get. Comes the Gemara and says, a different shita. Amar Abi Yosef, but Abba Amar Abi Minahim, Amar Abi Ami, HaMekadesh, B'Fahot, B'Shavei Peruta. Another case. These are just cases now. A guy who's Mekadesh, a lady, B'Fahot, B'Shavei Peruta. Lester, B'Shavei Peruta. Uba'al. So he needs a get. So the Gemara says, and what's the logic over here? Which means he's arguing on the other two cases. He says, listen, on the other two cases where he's Mekadesh B'Malveh, oh, he made it T'nai, and then he made it B'ah, he doesn't need a get. He's relying on what he said at the beginning, and therefore Mekadesh B'Malveh is no Kiddushin, or he made a condition and she didn't fulfill the condition, no Kiddushin. The case that it is a Kiddushin that he's going to need a get is the case of where he gives a pachomesh of a pruta, and then he makes a bi'ah. Why? So Gabriel says, ta'e. He doesn't make a mistake on this, which means he has a suspicion when he gave pachomesh of a pruta, I don't know if that worked over there. The guy is hoshesh to that. He, 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 the guy doesn't know the kedushin, but he has enough brains to be hoshesh, that maybe less than a shavet pruta didn't work. Different when he makes bi'ah, he wants to re, uh, reactivate, he wants to do it, but in the case of Mekadesh B'malveh, he, he doesn't know the laws. When he's Mekadesh B'malveh, 
He doesn't know the laws. He thinks because this works. He has no idea. Watch me. He doesn't know all the sevarot because this that the uh, smechila uh, and all that. So he thinks it works. So then when he makes the biyah, he's relying on what he said originally, which means according to Rabbi Yosef, but Rabbi is arguing on the opinion of Rav Ula. Rav Ula said three cases. Rav uh, Yosef, I agree with you on one out of the three cases. Which means, I, I'm sorry, I agree with you on two out of the three cases. Which means, on the case of Mekadesh B'Melveh, and I'll tell you, in that case over there, the guy really thinks he's Mekudash, he doesn't know the law. Therefore, when he makes the Bi'ah subsequently, he's relying on what he did in the beginning. Then the rabbis come along and say, by the way, he did nothing, Mekadesh B'Melveh is nothing. No, but I made a Bi'ah after. Yeah, but you did your Bi'ah based on what you did originally. Therefore, no Kedushin, no nothing. And as same thing with the Tanai. He makes a uh, condition, so he thinks that they want that condition. And therefore, he's relying on it. She got married to him. So therefore, uh, it's also going to be uh, in a condition. But he says, I agree to you in the case of Pahamash of Because a guy, he has a suspicion. He doesn't know for sure, because he wouldn't have done it in the beginning. But he has a suspicion that maybe a Pahamash of didn't work. So that when he makes a subsequent Bi'ah, we assume that he made a Bi'ah. The Shem Kedushin, and therefore he has to get a get. Comes the Gemara and gives another case. Amar of Kana Meshemet Deula Hamikadesh Al Tenai. Okay, Ubaal. Let's regular this case we've been talking about till now. Mikadesh Al Tenai condition, and then he was Boel Setam Sericha Emenu Get. So according to him, he's understanding what you need to get. This case came in front of the rabbis. Which means the rabbis couldn't, uh, couldn't know. They couldn't leave her without forcing her to give a get. Which means the rabbis mandated a get. So someone will learn from this language over there that the get is only mid banan. Which is really mid She can say, listen, what do I need to get for? The guy was Mekadesh al-Tanai. The tonight wasn't fulfilled, and see you later. But, Achamin, they, they meant that as a medicine with Rabbanan, a get should be given. So it comes to Gabbaran says, which means these rabbis over that said that she needs a get. It's coming to exclude the following Torah. Okay, interesting case. We did this case several times already in, uh, as we're learning. We're talking about a case over here where a lady's married, and what happens? She's married, and now she goes with another man. Okay? So it depends if she went against her will, or it depends if she went willingly. If she went against her will, so then already she's, she's permissible to go back to her original husband. But if she went willingly, she's forbidden. And where we learned this from, the Torah says, nitpasa, which means she wasn't taken. She wasn't taken into... By force, she wasn't captured. I mean, she went willingly. Oh, then already asura, right? Then already she's forbidden to go back to the original husband. Also, the Gemara makes it the yuk. But if she was taken by force, she's permissible to go to the original husband. So the Gemara says, but there's another lady that even though she went willing with another man, she can go back to her original husband. And who's that? That's talking about the case where the Kiddushin was Kiddushin Ta'ut, which means like this. Let's say a lady got married. Guy got married to the lady with a condition. Whatever condition he made, I'll make a condition to you, that you don't have any Nidarim on you. And what happened? She ended up having Nidarim. What's the deen? They're not married. Okay, now, not only that, he was, she was, he was with her, they're living together, that baby. The government says, I feel 
They're walking around as a married couple. She's got a baby on her shoulders. And now what did she do? She went with somebody else. Willingly. Willingly. What's the deen? The deen is, Which means, technically, she can go to her original husband and uh, walk away without a get even. She doesn't have to make a mi'un. This is this, this language. She doesn't have to make no mi'un. She's not married. Which means they're trying to say, since the original marriage is not a marriage, so therefore, she doesn't become a sutin. Which is technically, she went with somebody else willingly, she can go back to the original guy and walk. And therefore, since she can walk, she's technically impermissible to the original guy. She can marry him also, because she was not a kiddushin. So you have a case where it's really like a, a quasi-marriage. It's nothing. And therefore, you have a case where a guy, a lady's living like a married lady, at least. Just a baby and all that stuff. She goes with somebody else willingly, and the rabbis will tell her, you can go back to the original husband. Because she's not your husband. Because, right, because you're not married. Because you walk away from the original husband. So that's a case where, uh, you think of what I'm saying, it's okay. Okay, now, gentlemen, just as a sikum to this sugya, because this is the end of the sugya of tenais and stabs and all that, it's good just to get a comprehensive review of everything that was said here on the past uh, Daphneif. Okay, we go, basically, we were, our starting point was one machloket of Rav and Shemuel. Mekadesh al-Tenai, Mekansa Stam. Let's review that, what that means. Mekadesh al-Lady al-Tenai, which means, I'm marrying you, al-Menat, you don't have the darim. Okay, very nice. And then what happened, you were konesa, when you came to the consummation of this marriage, you didn't say anything. Okay. So we have a mahluk of Islam and Shemuel, at least the way Abaye understands. He understood the cases like I just told it to you. It's Abaye. And he learns the mahluk like this. Rav is going to say what? You need a get. Why? Because Rav has a principle. In Adam Bo'el Be'ilato Be'ilat Znut. A guy doesn't want his bi'az to be bi'az of Znut. A guy will do anything to make his bi'az kosher, justified. Now, this guy over here, he made a condition, right? No nidarim. Now he may say Bi'ah with her. Now he's, he's risk, taking a risk. If she has the Darin, his Bi'ah is going to be Bi'ah Znut. So therefore Rav understands what does the guy do when he's making his Bi'ah. He's doing his, 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 his reset. He's giving her a Bi'ah, Lishim Kiddushin, even if she has the Darin. Oh, so that's why she needs a, needs a get. When Shemuel comes up and says, no, the guy's always relying on his original item. His original item was, I don't want a Darin. I made a bi'ah. Hey, listen, if she has that into the bi'ah, uh, bi'ah zlut. But uh, so be it. But what? You do not need to get because he's relying on the original. That's the way Rav understood. That's why I'm sorry. Abaye understood the machloket. Rava understood differently. Actually, Rabba with the hair. Rabba understood differently. Rabba said, "In that case, everybody agrees in a get. Everybody else, when you make a condition originally, and then you konestam, the guy definitely relying on what he said." From the beginning, and therefore, if she ends up with Nidarim, nothing was hard on it. Oh, so where's the Mahalok in Rav and Shemuel? It's talking about a case where you had a lady, you made a Nidir, right? Made a condition. I don't want to, I want to have any Nidarim. Okay? He made the Kiddushin, she had Nidarim. So what did he do? He divorced her. Beautiful. Then he went back to the same lady and married Astam. Oh, so now we have a Mahalok. Rav is going to say, like I just told you what? Listen, it's, too, it, it's like, the way uh, Rabban said, it's like two different ladies. Which is, if a guy made a condition on one lady, no nidarim, and then the second lady, Stam, what's one thing I do with the other? This lady, he wants no nidarim, this lady, loves her, and he doesn't, he doesn't care. Masha'enkin, he says, no, 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 no. Kevan de gale, gale. 
He revealed himself already. This guy showed us he doesn't like ladies with nedarim. So I don't care when he remarried this same lady, he didn't make any stipulations. You can rely on the original stipulation that he made. And therefore, if you find nedarim again, there's no kiddushin oveni, he does not need a get. Now, that's the first two ways. Then we saw the Bil Azar, which was a new way of learning over here, where he came along and said that Ben Rav, Ben Shemuel, when you have this case over here of Mikadesh, a lady, Al-Tanai, right? And then you uh, Konesa, Stam, everybody says, you need a get. Okay, so that's already a third way of learning. And then the Gemara brought some other cases uh, where we discuss, where let's say you have a case of Pahabash uh, 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 a case of Milveh, and, and, and cases like that. So that's basically the structure of the sugya. Now the Gebarah goes further. Tanur Banan. Okay, we have a Braita. Now remember we learned in our Mishnah, a guy marries a lady, and uh, he marries on uh, that she does not have uh, blemishes. Right? Then it's found that the has blemishes. So what do we say? No good. Refund, Kedushin is out of Kedushin. Similarly by Nidarim. Like we said, a guy's a Kedush lady, I'm not, there's no Nidarim. She finds that you find that you have said Nidarim. No Kedushin. So the Gebarah says, Tanur Banan. Halcha... Uh, let's say the guy made it tonight. I don't want you to have any nidarim. He made a kiddushin. Found out she has nidarim. Kabbalah okay, gives a solution of it. Don't get the most. Let it go to uh, the rabbis. Let the rabbis absolve of the nidarim. And the kiddushin is going to be a kiddushin. It'll be hal. We'll see how. However, it's in a mikudeshit. In the case of Mum, I'm marrying you that you don't have any blemishes. Married her. All of she has blemishes. We're not going to tell her, go to a doctor now. Let the doctors repair your blemishes. It's too late. No kiddushin. It's not hard. So the Gebra asks, Ma bin hakam the rofe? What's the difference between the hakam case and the going to the hakam and the doctor? Hakam okay, it's a neder meikaro. The rofe eno merape ela mikano laba. Which is very good. Which means, a doctor, he can only cure going forward. So bottom line, the guy's condition was not met. Right. I made a kiddushin, I'm not, you don't have any mumin. You had mumin. When I make a vow, or make a condition, that you should have any nedarim, how does the nedir get broken? The rabbi uproots the nedir from, from, from retroactively. So therefore, at the time that I made the kiddushin, technically, now she doesn't have any nedarim. So therefore, the condition can be half. So therefore, the kiddushin can be half. So therefore, the hacham that's okay to nedar is the mafleya. Mashiach and a doctor, it doesn't become the mafleya. Comes to Gabbana and says, what do you mean? Ve'hatanya, we have a braita that says, Etzel hacham ve'hetira, etzel rofe v'ripa ota, ena mikudeshet. The Gabbana doesn't make a hiluk. The Gabbana says, whether she went to a hacham, even if she went to a hacham, or she went to a doctor to cure her, ena mikudeshet. Hi, what do you mean by I thought the doctor, I thought the rabbi uh, is uh, doing it retroactive. Retroactive, it should be okay. So comes the Gibran and says, Amaraba, Lakashia. Ha, Rabbi Meir, Ha, Rabbi Lazar. It's a machloka, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Lazar. What's the machloka? Ha, Rabbi Meir, the Amar, Adam Rotse, Shetitpaze Ishto, Bebetin. Which means a guy doesn't care if his wife becomes embarrassed or humiliated in Betin. And therefore, in this case over here, listen. For her, to, for the Kiddushin to be hot, what does she have to do? She's got to go to the rabbis now. She's got to sit in front of Betin. She's got to get an, uh, 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 a veto on, or, or an absol- absolvement on her in the Darim. It's embarrassing. 
that's okay. He doesn't mind that his wife gets embarrassed. He's not still embarrassing to him. His wife has to stay in front of Betin and get rid of Nidarin. He says, I'm not, not, that doesn't bother me. So therefore, he'll say, that the Kedushin is going to be a Kedushin. She says, even though at the time that he married her, she had Nidarim on her. Mm. Right? But what? If you can get this off retroactively, the Bimur will say, I have no problem. Even though it's going to be a little embarrassing to just go in front of Acham, he does okay. He withstands that, uh, that Mizayon. Mashi'ikin had a bil azar da'amad. Agar doesn't want his wife to become humiliated in front of Betim, or go in front of Betim. And therefore, you're right, even though technically, halakhically, you were okay the mafreya. But when the guy married, the guy's kavanah was, I didn't want you to have the darim on you now, by the way. I didn't want you to get married and have to go in front of Betim and try to absolve it. I wanted it to be clean from the beginning. Because I'm not interested in you go in front of a betty now and start uh, humiliating yourself. So therefore, according to Be'azah, it's not going to be a, uh, a, a Kiddushim. Because even though retroactively, yeah, but he don't want, I don't want retroactive. I want it to be clean from the start. Because even, even though you're right, it's retroactive, but there's a price you have to pay. She has to go for the betty and admit she made the daddy. It's embarrassing for the guy. I'm not interested in that. So that's the Mahloket. So therefore... According to the Bimeir, he'll say what? Nidarim, you can approve retroactively to the husband's uh, satisfaction, therefore the Kiddushin will be a Kiddushin. According to the it's never to the husband's satisfaction. Once already she has to go in front of a court, it's embarrassing, he wasn't in for that. He was in for the fact that she's not going to have Nidarim from the get-go. Adagibara wants to analyze over here the Mahloket between Rabbi El-Azhar and the Bimeir. Which means, the mahluk we just explained was, there's a guy interested in having his wife go to Betin. Right, it's going to be a little humiliating for him. So the Bimi'ir said, he don't care. Let her go for the Betin, let her testify, it's uh, not a problem. Where according to the Bimi'ir, he said, the guy's not willing to go through that Bizayon, that his wife should go in front of the Betin, have to testify to get the Nidarimov. That, that's what we saw Mahlokit just now. Now the Gibraltar is going to try to find the source of that Mahlokit. Okay? Now it's going to take us time to get to the source, but we just need to learn some introductions over here to get the, uh, the case. So we start. Mai, where do you see this Mahlokit? Nitnan, Masikat Gitin. Hamotzi et mishum nedir. Okay, let's say a lady, she became a Nadranit. He married a regular. All of a sudden, the lady, every time she's uh, angry or something, she makes Nadarim. It's very hard to live with a lady because I'm making a nadarim like this. So therefore, he divorces his wife because she's a nadranit, mishum nadir, lo yahzir. Interesting. He cannot take her back. Even if he's not a Kohen. Even if he's Israel, he's not allowed to take her back. Why? Mishum shemra, different case. Let's say he divorces his wife because of shemra, like there's rumors about her that she uh, was not uh, faithful, she committed znut or something like that. Lo yahzir. Also cannot uh, take her back. Now, what's the reason for these laws? Why can't you take with Chawra? You divorced her, okay? Now you decide you, you, you want to take her back. Well, Chawra, what's, what's the what's, what's the problem over here? So the issue is like this. Look at Ashi. Lo yahzir. Mefaresh b'maseket gitin tre ta'ameika. There's two reasons for this law. Leman de'amar mishum kilkula. One says if you're going to take her back or you let that you let her get remarried to this guy again. It could lead to kilkul. It could lead to problems. Big problems. What problems? She'im ata omer yahzir shema telech v'tenase. Okay, let's say she's going to go marry uh, somebody else. V'nimsa shemra she'eno shemra. And what's going to end up happening? The rumors become dispelled. Which means they realize those rumors of zanut, it was only rumors, it was nothing. Or, neder ne'ekar al yedeh hakam. 
Or let's say a rabbi comes along and uproots the neder retroactively. And then what's going to end up happening? Umekalkela. And now she gets ruined. Why? Because the first husband is going to say, Vezeh Omer, Ilu ha'iti yodeya shekenu, Afir notin li mi'am maneh. If I would have known this, even if they would give me a hundred maneh, Lo ha'iti mikarshech. I wouldn't have divorced. And what's going to end up happening? The fee, uh, and therefore what? He wants to mevatel his girushin. So really she's considered married. Now she went with somebody else. She had children. Those children are going to become now mamzerim. Again. A lady comes along now, watch, she becomes a Nadranit. Let's take the Nadir case. Let's take one case, right? Nadranit. Divorce. Gibbara says you cannot take her back. Why? Because if you're going to leave it open to take her back, what can happen? She went to the Hakam in the interim. The rabbi was okay, the Nadir al Mafra. But in the interim, she, went to, she got married. She moved on. She had children. Now, all of a sudden, the Nadir is okay, Mafra. The guy says, hey, if I knew that the Nadir could be okay, Mafra, I would never have divorced in the first place. So he wants to retroactively ruin his get. And therefore what? Now she got married to, she was married to the first guy still. She went to somebody else. She had a child. The child's in So what does this help by telling the guy you cannot go back? Has that solved so that she continues? Lefichach. Omrim lo. Heveyodaya. They tell the beginning. Listen, buddy. You got to know from now. No, it's over. And listen, if, if you love this lady, there's go slow. Because there's no backsies here. Once already you make your decision, which means when you're going to come along and say later on, oh, if I would have known this, I never would have divorced. You're not believed anymore. Because we gave you, we told you in the beginning. Which means, when you spell out the guy's options from the beginning, listen, you better go slow. You're not going to be able to take this lady back. So therefore, proceed with caution over here. Which is, she might uh, undo the nether. Don't don't divorce right away, which means, uh, know that you cannot take her back. Once he says, you know what, I don't care. Okay, so he forfeited his rights now. So he cannot come along and say, at the end, let's say the Nedir was uh, retroactively, hey, if I would have known, you know, we told you at the beginning, uh, go slow. You didn't care. So therefore, he cannot undo this uh, retro. So therefore, that's the logic of Kilkul. Understand the Kilkul uh, logic? Mm-hmm. Or what's the second reason? It's Knas. We don't want ladies just to now stop making a darim in their marriages. So we kanasa. How do we kanasa? Hey, listen. If a husband divorces a wife because of nadranim, you'll still you'll never go back to him. So therefore, she gets scared. She don't want to make a darim over rumors and things like that. So therefore, it's kanasa on the lady. So those are the two reasons. Get the two reasons clear. Either kilkul or because of we don't want ladies to become nadranit. Now the Gemara says. Now we start the cases. So Tanakama says, Lo Yazir. Now we see some opinions that give some conditions here. Depends what type of neder is it. There's a type of neder shiadu barabim. What's that case over there? She made the neder in front of ten people. That's a case of a neder that uh, is well known. And the Biuda holds that such a neder is, you cannot undo such a neder. Which means you cannot even go to a hakam and retroactively nullify such a neder. So in such a case, uh, if the husband divorced her because of a neder that was done by a beam, the Yudah says, in that case we punished her. 
In that case, we canasta on it because he learns that the pshat is kenas. And then when when do we canast the girl on the major nedarim like that that do not have hafara? Uh, However, lo yad ubarabim, meaning it's an item that was done, uh, you know, privately item. Yazid, if he wants, because why? Because you have hafara in such a case. So therefore, the biudah's whole understanding as well is kenas. We don't want it to become perutsa in nedarim. What type of nedarim do we want it to become perutsa in nedarim? You can't break. In public uh, vows. But in private vows, it's not a public eye, but you can uh, undo it. That's okay. Again, Rabbi Uda understands the whole shot is why we're doing this. We're punishing the lady. We don't want you to start making vows. What type of vows are we concerned about? Vows that are un, unbreakable, un, uh, un, uh, unable to make a farah. What's, what's a vow, according to Rabbi Uda, that's unable to make a farah? Neder of Rabbim. So she made a neder in front of the Rabbim, right? I'm out. Get out of here. Can I take her back? Knasa. Regular nether that's able to be afara, take her back. The Bibi Iromir, kol nether hakirat hakam, which means any vow that needs a rabbi's uh, investigation, lo yahzir. Which means, what type, of, what type of vow is that? A vow that doesn't affect the husband. Which means, we learned earlier, any vows that affect the husband, he can make afara himself. For example, let's say she says something, I'm not going to eat meat. That already affects him, right? I'm not uh, putting on uh, the, 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 the color of the garments. You don't got to go to Hakab. He already can do that himself. So any type of nidid that needs hakirat hakam, that needs the rabbis, that means the nidid not, not between the husband and the wife. The nidid that are standing, the nidid outside the marriage, they need hakirat hakam, no yazid. Then we say, can I go back? However, she'eno sarik hakirat hakam, which the husband himself can make hafarat nidarim, yazid. Now let's understand the logic in that. The Bimir understands the logic is kilkul. Exactly. The Bimir understands that what the whole reason why we did this over here because we're concerned that the uh, uh, husband later on is going to say what? Hey, if I would have known, uh, then I would never have uh, divorced her. She got married to somebody else in the interim, and that was going to end up happening. You have a uh, uh, mamzerim. So according to, to, to this over here, what's going to be the logic? Which means like this. The husband cannot come later on in a case where, let's say, he, he, he could have made the uh, hafara. Right? Yeah. So therefore, he, he, he could have done it himself. So according to the B, uh, what's the deen? When you don't need hakirat hakam, yahzir. Why? Because there's no claims over there. What's the whole sevara of the claims that the guy could have made? Right. The guy says, if I would have known... Then I would have made. Uh, uh, had, uh, I, I, ne- I never would have divorced her in the uh, first place over here. Yeah. But that's shayach in a case where he has no idea. Yeah. For example, hakirat hakam. He's not so familiar with the laws of hakirat hakam. Going to the rabbi, doing that. He comes. Hey, I didn't know this uh, laws stuff. If I would have known that I could go and uh, you know go to the rabbi and stuff like that, and I would I wouldn't. Uh, that case over there, you're worried about kilkul. But I'm not worried about kilkul in the case over there where he himself. Could have made the uh, vow because he do it. I mean, he, 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 would have, he would have done it at the, at, at, at the time. I mean, he could make a a a a Right? You didn't do it, so therefore he's not coming back. Well, if I would have known, if you would have known, so which you, you'll never come to kilkul because the guy has the ability to do it himself. Right? There's no claim. He's not claiming anything. He'll do it himself. He'll do it. Comes the Gemara and says, last opinion, Rabbi Lazar Omer, Rabbi Lazar says, Echad Sarich, Vechad Eno Sarich, Lo Yazir. He comes along and says, whether it needs the Hakam, or whether it doesn't need the Hakam, 
Lo yasir, which means he's mahmir across the board. Whether it needs, which means whether it's a regular nid that the husband can break, or whether it's one that the needs the rabbi, in all cases, lo yasir. That comes to Gibran says, like this, lo asru sarikh ela mipene she'eno sarikh. What does this mean over here? Which means, lo asru sarikh. In the case of hakilat hakam, why is it asur? Only they were osir at gezerat in the case of en osarich, which means like this. In the case of a case where you need hakirat hacham, let's say to matir the neder, he cannot be mikalkel and say, if I would have known that hacham would be matir, I would not have uh, done this. Why? Because uh, according to the Bihadar, he doesn't want his wife to be embarrassed. He would never say such a claim. Because according to the Bil Azad, he does not want his wife embarrassed in front of Bittim. Let's review. We're going according to Kilkul over here, yes? Yes. What happens? The guy uh, gets uh, married. Beautiful marriage. is a full marriage. Right what happens? She ends up having uh, Nidarim. Okay? So what does uh, the Bil Azad say? I don't care what type of Nidar is this. Whether it's a Nidar that needs the rabbi's uh, uh, nullification or the husband's nullification. Lo Yazid. He cannot take her back. The Bil Azad subscribes to the opinion of Kilkul. We're worried about Kilkul situation. Now, where, according to the Bil Azad, is the Kilkul really going to happen? It's going to happen not in the case of the Hakam. Why? Because a guy will never come along and say, if I would have known that I could have went to the Hakam, I never would have got divorced, because that's not an option to go to a Hakam. He's embarrassed to go to the Hakam. He doesn't want his wife to become divorced. So therefore, since he holds, that's not an option. Really, that case, he should be allowed to take her back, because there will be no Kilkul. So he says that you're right, but I'm going to go there in that case after the case where you're going to have a kilkul. What's that case where he comes along and says, hey, listen, if I could have, uh, uh, I would have made the uh, uh, hafara myself. And that case over there, there's no embarrassment. He, he could do it himself. So the, privately. So therefore, in that case, that's the real case where we have to be concerned about it. But he makes a gizera on the case of personal vows. I'm sorry, rabbinical ones that can be nullified after the case where he nullifies it himself. Which means like this. The reason why they said lo yazid is because of a neder that doesn't need hakinat hakam. Because he can come to Mikhail come along and say, uh, so if I would have known, I wouldn't have uh, divorced. So therefore, because we have three shitot, you have to be Uda, you have to be Meir, and you have to be El Azar. So right over here, you see in this Braita, right, you see the Braita over here, this Mahlopit over here, are you concerned about the Bizayon or not concerned? The Bizayon, like we'll see in the Gemara,